Welcome back to another episode of the CNC Talk Factory. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate you guys for sticking it out and waiting so long for a new episode. Yeah, I got to apologize. Um, I guess I spoke a little too much about what I have inside of my head. And I was invited by Hillary Clinton to go to one of her happy camps and learn that everything that I thought was wrong and uh, I can trust the government and they are my friends. And I hope everybody knows that that was a joke. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get it. Now, I've been working some uh, very long hours at work. Uh, you know, it is the holiday season and, you know. Tis the season for working. Tis the season for people to buy shit that they don't need. Exactly. Live within my means, but why? I've got credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Yeah. So, how you been? Besides working. Exhausted, man. <laughs> Exhausted. Burning the candle on both ends. Jeez. Burning that midnight oil. I just feel bad because um, we haven't made a new episode in so long that uh, even Cash wants to partake in this one, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate you guys staying loyal and uh, hitting us up with the little support messages. They go a long way. Hanging in there and uh, making us feel special. Oh, shucks. <laughs> hey, there are people that care in the world. <laughs> hey, there's some people that want to know the truth, man. I love how Cash has been quiet this whole time. Just as we start recording, he has to start playing with his ball over there. Mm-hmm. Well, better to play with his ball than his balls, I guess. Whoa. Hey. So what do you have for us today? Well, um, I mean, a lot, a little. And everything in between. Um, first of all, I want to talk about the uh, weird situation this morning in Tennessee. Um, it just, it just, something about that just seems a bit weird. In case you don't know, um, this morning in Nashville, Tennessee, and downtown, um, they had an RV blow up that blew up like half a street. It wasn't even the buildings or nothing. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, it, it was just weird. It was weird all around. It just, it seems a little strange. Um, somebody drove up in an RV and started, from what witnesses are saying, they started playing sounds of gunfire, which drew the cops in to investigate a shooting. And when the police showed up, uh, they had a recorded message that started blaring on the speakers that they had inside the RV, warning everybody that could hear the message. If you can hear this message, you need to evacuate now. You have 30 minutes to evacuate. And it started a countdown from there. And it just seems a little, uh, I don't know. It's its weird to me because for four years now, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm you know me, I don't trust no governments. I don't trust nobody and all that good stuff. But for four years now, we haven't had any terrorist activity in the country or school shootings, especially this year. I mean, you know with uh, the weirdness that's going on. But um, it seems that uh, all of a sudden there seems to be a transfer of power. And here we go again, back to what we were doing five years ago, six years ago, you know? And it's really weird because, I mean, if, if it was a, you know, a terrorist attack, what terrorist actually tells you, hey, man, I'm about to blow this up, so get out of here, you know? And it, it's very, like, it reminds me a lot of that dude that was supposedly sending uh, pipe bombs to 
the Democrat Repub- uh, the Democrat uh, representatives in in the government that turned out to be kind of wonky as well. You know, they they caught him and he supposedly he was a hardcore Trump supporter and all this weird shit. And it turned out to be something, a whole other thing. And so this thing just seems weird to me that, you know, some terrorist is going to come in to blow up something and, hey, everybody, get the hell out before I blow you up. Yeah, I don't know. Something doesn't add up there. Um, I feel like I should start playing that. um, The views expressed on this podcast. I know. Okay. The views expressed in this podcast uh, do not reflect my views. I should be like Sam Tripoli. This is Carlos speaking, not Carla. You know, just, these are my views. Not These do not represent uh, the, the channel's views or anybody else's views. This is just me speaking off the top of my head. I just don't want to be walking down the street and get tackled by some fucking... <laughs> they don't tackle you. They pol- put a black hood over your head and They're, put you can, in the back of a car. Can I finish? <laughs> That's where I was leaning to. <laughs> and then you go join me at the happy camp. <laughs> yeah but i don't know man it's just it, it's a lot of weird shit going on i mean you know once again just showing a little example you know for four years now i like to look up in the sky a lot i'm, I'm just one of those weirdos that likes to look up you know and see beyond what is in front of me and i started noticing that uh chemtrails started making a comeback you know as soon as uh the uh the uh, news reported that a certain person had won uh, a certain uh, office, uh, high-ranking office in uh, government. Seems like all of a sudden you start seeing these stripes in the sky again that you were seeing, you know, before another certain orange-flavored bastard was uh, named into that same office, and all of a sudden it stopped. So, I would say more like a Cheeto puff. Eh, well, you know, I, I, actually, to me, he looks more like a goldfish. You know, the goldfish crackers. Don't badmouth goldfish crackers, okay? I'm not badmouthing goldfish. I'm just saying I'm this is a snack that smiles back. That disrespect. <laughs> I have yet to see a fucker smile. Like a real smile. Uh, well, you know. It's always kind of like that Annabelle grin. The little... Mm-hmm. I'm up to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, um, also, you know, another thing that I'd like to talk about is how it's been underreported in the, in the news that in Florida, um, they did yet another... A uh, mass uh, arrest of child pornography sharing fucks, and they caught twenty nine of these fuckers. And you know the news once again refuses to report on that because you know that's not important. What's important is orange man bad, uh, Congress good. You know, so yeah. So there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, and what's the name of the Cheetos character? Chester Cheetah. Don't you dare. Chester, Chester Cheetah's Cheetah. the shit. Cause it ain't easy being cheesy. Hey, there you go. That should have been. That should be his. Uh, that should have been campaign his uh, slogan. campaign slogan for the the reelection. <laughs> that should have been. It ain't easy being sleazy. Well, then in that case, that would be every politician, judge, cop. You know, all of them. I'm not saying anybody's free of. Uh... Anybody who is a public servant, quote unquote, yeah, <laughs> they ain't serving the public. And for those of you that say, well, there's some good ones there, bro. If you're in an organization where you know shit is going down and you don't do nothing or say anything and you just shut the fuck up and go with the flow, you're part of the problem, too. Yeah. If you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Yep. And, you know, making the money that they make, they sure as shit don't want to fucking have any resolutions. It's kind of like uh, this... uh. 
this the stimulus check that we were supposed to get or we're going to get or we're supposed to get or we're going to get or we're supposed to get you I know mean, one came through already we're trying to use yeah about? i'm talking about this latest one oh. um so the fuckery yeah the fuckery indeed uh so when they first uh, proposed giving a uh, giving people because me personally i don't trust the government to receive any money when the government says i'm gonna give you something for free i'm like yeah okay um but when uh, they first proposed this uh, this check that they were going to send people, um, certain people in the government wanted, I think it was like close to $3 trillion, $3 trillion. And the Cheeto said, wait a minute, you want $3 trillion? Well, you got to give me an accounting of what it is that you're going to do with this money. And so, you know, the news started making it seem like, oh, that fucking Cheeto doesn't want to give us any money. Oh, my God. People are starving because of the Cheeto. Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> And then, uh, so all of a sudden, once again, we go back to the transfer of power and they want less than a trillion dollars and they're going to give everybody $600. And that's a significant amount to be giving people that have not been working for what, 10 fucking months, almost a fucking year. And it's a significant number. You should be happy that they're giving you that money, right? Well, all of a sudden, um, there's a transfer of power, like I said, and they want, they want to give everybody, you know, the. They want $5 trillion now to give you $2,000, right? But then they're going to turn around and give millions and billions of dollars to other countries, to other institutions that have nothing to do with the people who are not working, the people whose jobs have been lost, the people who are going at the end of this month. I mean, it's five days from now. They're going to lose their homes. We're going to have millions of people living in the fucking streets and in their cars because, oh, guess what? We need to play politics with you people. But then you have your leaders sitting there having lunch in their fucking restaurants and running their fucking companies and shit and saying, fuck you, stupid, pay your taxes. You know, like our great governor Newsom. Oh, that great guy. We don't say names. Hey, fuck that fucker. All right. Straight up. He said that he was going to do, he understands that everybody's suffering. So he's going to make everybody, he's going to do everybody a favor by extending the fucking tax season so that you can pay your taxes. Never mind that you haven't fucking worked in almost a year. Never mind that you're going to lose your fucking home. Never mind that your kids are fucking starving. Fuck all that, but pay your taxes because he needs to buy a new boat. He needs to pay for his kids' private school. He needs to fucking, or she, Nancy Pelosi, needs to more ice cream in her fucking fridge. Welcome to California. Exactly. We are living in America. It's wunderbar. It's wunderbar. Yeah. They need to go to Hawaii. They need to go wherever the fuck they need to go. But fuck you if you want to fucking travel. Oh, that's another one. You got to stay home. Cancel Christmas. Cancel the holidays. Cancel your birthday. Cancel grandma's funeral. Fuck all that. You want to go somewhere? No, you can't. But we can. Thanks, suckers. Yeah. Wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we saw this coming. And yet everybody voted for the same cast of characters all over again. Yay. Yes, sir. And now, oh, now all of a sudden, once again, <clears throat> okay, so, okay, you, you know how I rattle off a lot of shit. I understand that, and I go on in a lot of different directions and stuff. You don't you know? say. But, um, you know, one of the things that I talked about a while back was um, when all of this um, uh, certain strain of a certain thing that we're not supposed to talk about because we will be immediately banned i hope that strain isn't a word that i can't say <laughs> um 
you know, I talked about how in my mind, I thought that originally they were going to blame the, um, the spread of this thing on the homeless, right? And for four years, you know, California got worse and worse and worse with homeless people on the streets, you know, syringes on the ground, shit everywhere, piss everywhere, shoplifting got decriminalized and all this other crap that they were doing to make more and more people that were living on the streets more counterproductive to moving forward. And once again, here we go with the transfer of power. Now they're going to try to clean up. Now they're going to try to clean it up. Now they're going to try to find housing for these people. Now they're going to try to do all this stuff. See, and it's stupid, man, because everybody's so caught up with that Cheeto being the worst thing that ever happened. And like I said before, the Cheeto's been in power for four years. You know, the rest of these people have been there 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You know, so who's really to blame for this stuff? And it just seems very convenient that all of a sudden, oh, they have places to send these people. Oh, they have the resources to help these people. But California just is going further and further down the hole. Yay. Yeah, because we keep getting transplants that are willing to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to live in these high-rise buildings <laughs> that have a bunch of homeless people living outside of them. And they just walk by without a care in the world. And that's just kind of how life is. Yeah, but then, uh, you know, they want to stand there and tell you how morally superior they are because they stand for causes. You know, they're, they're uh, what is it called? The um, uh, There's a word for it. Uh, the the freaking people who are activists online but don't do shit. You know, they... I forget what the word for it is, but there, there's a term for it. Posers. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, how many people didn't you see during the riots when shit was going down that they were sitting there taking pictures for their fucking Instagram to make it seem like they were out there doing something? You know? Shall I continue? Yep. Stay woke, friends. What the fuck does that even mean anymore? Honestly. What is it to be woke? Be ignorant? Willfully ignorant? And blame everybody else for your problems and your station in life? Dude knock it off you know we go back to my talking about how you should live within your means and learn how to get off the credit junkie uh syringe and you know not really dealing with the situation at hand what bothers me the most is a lot of these homeless people as of late are families that just can't afford to pay to live where they were living yeah and then, landlords want to hike up the rent. They're jobless. Yeah, There's, thanks, millennials. They fall behind on one thing and it fucks up their whole life. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's really sad to see because nobody cares. Yeah, and then you have all these trust fund kids who choose to be homeless and then decide that because they choose to be homeless, they can live off of the welfare system. You know, like in Echo Park. All right, check this out. In Echo Park, they have a commune of homeless fucking hipsters that steal light from the light pole so that they can work their fucking, their, their guitar amps and their fucking uh, microwaves and shit. They have deluxe fucking tents on the side of fucking Echo Lake and just, they live there, dude. And they, they like to act like they're fucking poor, but all of them are trust fund kids, you know? And then they have the socialists that come by to feed them. They're called hipsters, not homeless. Yeah. Well, fuck them all. There was a whole scene in two broke girls where she's like oh those homeless guys over there mm -hmm. and she goes they're not homeless they're hipsters mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah no there used to be a, a game homeless or hipster 
You know, it was on, uh, I forget whose channel on the, on, I think it was um, Steven Crowder. And uh, they actually used to do a segment called Homeless or Hipster, where they would show you pictures. And it was like, okay, like, this dude looks straight up homeless. No, it's a fucking hipster who lives in off of mommy and daddy's money and fucking drives around in a Ferrari doing donuts in the middle of the fucking street, being a fucking idiot. And yeah, we're supposed to just be okay with that because they got money. They got privilege. Damn it, man. Who would have known that the fucking Unabomber was right? (laughs) oh let's not start throwing that out there oh no take the time if you know once again like i suggest stuff that people should look saying i'm trying to stay on certain people's lists oh no i understand that but if you actually read the manifesto and like actually take the time to educate yourself on what the man was saying it's exactly where we are right now you know these people are fucking they're they're hijacking movements that are for the people you know and turning around and turning it into a fucking joke so that they can fucking feel morally superior because they're they're a part of it you know like there's a certain organization that was causing trouble in different cities i'm not gonna name them i'm not gonna name them don't worry don't get nervous (laughs) but they've collected over 10 billion dollars 10 billion dollars okay and supposedly they stand for a certain uh demographic of our society and yet, that certain demographic in our society is still, you see their, their restaurants and their businesses are going out of business. And supposedly, they stand for these people. How much of that money has gone to them? Not a single cent. You know, but then if you took the time to actually follow the money, you would see that that money was actually being siphoned to the DNC. You know? uh, that's the DNC, not the CNC. <laughs> Let's uh, clear that up for everybody. Yeah. But uh, I'm not. I'm not nervous. <laughs> I'm not nervous of you. I gotta take these headphones off. It's like a slight delay, and it's making me sound really stupid as I'm trying to talk. <laughs> but um, I'm not nervous at all by the things that you say because I already gave my disclaimer. So if you get tackled, we know <laughs> hey, why. You know, if hey. I get tackled, I'm like, I had no part in this. And people have asked me this before, like, why is it that I speak the way that I do and the things that I speak about? Am I not scared? It's like, well, what's the worst that they can do to me? Kill me? Oh, well, you know, I mean, I got to die someday. I'd rather hey, speak the far. truth. No, I'm serious. I'd rather speak the truth and get people to actually see beyond the fucking lies and the bullshit that they're being spoon fed, you know, so that they can at least... If they can't be free, their children can be free. By the way, guys, we're joined today by uh, Emiliano Zapata. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Yeah, man. I mean, it's... and if you don't know who that is, ask your Google. And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Homie. Yeah, but. You know, it's it's just a lot of craziness that's happening, a lot of craziness that's coming. And, you know, it's it's just ridiculous, man, because we as people need to realize that we are the ones that are in charge. We we are not their subjects, you know, and we're being treated like the subjects. We're being treated like we were fucking on a plantation, you know, and that's exactly what it is, man. We, we just we're so afraid of being without the conveniences that they promise us that we'd rather bend over and take it up the keister to not make waves. And that's bullshit. Whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not taking it up the keystone. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. No. We all are. Oh, by the way, um, just in case you guys don't know, 
just in case you know don't know this as of january 1st please be careful when you're driving your car on the freeway or on the streets because a law just passed that if you see a caltrans uh crew working on the side of the road you need to move over a whole lane of traffic or else the police will pull you over and ticket you and the first ticket is 50 bucks and it goes up from there to when as many times as they catch you slipping it makes sense that they finally passed something like that yeah, but at the same time, they're going to have cops sitting there monitoring so that they can catch whoever. And imagine, imagine you're in this situation. You're on the freeway, okay? Just think about this. And you see the Caltrans people there. But there's traffic in the lane next to you. You can't move over. What do you do then? You wait your turn to move over. But you're on the freeway. It is what it is. You need to pay attention ahead of time. To yeah, but move the over. thing is, sometimes, you know, no, traffic happens no, 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 no. that it, dude. Let all me right. Tell you. No, no, okay. no, let me tell you. Lately, it's been idiot after fucking idiot well, driving yeah, out no here because everybody's on their damn phones. Everybody's on this me first privilege Including shit. Including the cops. I almost got hit yesterday on the way home from work because some fucking idiot was in a left turn lane as I'm going straight because I have the right of way because mm-hmm. I have the green light. And he decides to just go into oncoming mm-hmm. traffic and i'm like what the fuck dude oh, yeah. and then he's looking at me like i'm the idiot oh, it's no. like no jackass it's your fucking fault oh yeah no and i i run into that shit all the time dude i ride a bicycle trust me <laughs> i know i had a dipshit fucking I'm like i drive all through it like hipster <laughs> numb nut in what? his electric porsche just not even check his mirrors not even look around doesn't use his turn signal or nothing and just dives into the fucking lane right in front of me almost took me out so i punched this fucking car and i put a dent in it He's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking idiot? And he tried to get up, and he said, get out the car. If you want to talk about this, get out the car. You almost killed me, you dumb fuck. And did he get out the car? Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> like so he fits three of the things. He's a pussy. Talked a whole lot of shit. He drives a Porsche, which makes him an asshole, and it's an electric vehicle, which makes him even more of a prick. Yep. I'm superior oh, wait, to you. he's in L.A., so it's four things already. I'm superior to you because I drive an electric vehicle. I listen to Greta. How dare you? <laughs> uh, dude. But yeah, but back to the conspiracy stuff. Um, so are you ready for your uh, cootie shot? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to the cootie shots, but um, it seems that the cootie shots are not agreeing with a whole lot of people. Well, I just don't understand why there's two different... Uh, Versions of it? Yeah. Yeah, well. Um, I think they might have given me the cootie shot and I'm losing my train of thought every single day. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, because if one doesn't work, they got to try the other one. See, that's why. Uh, that's also why you got to go get two shots. Because, you know, if the first one didn't kill you, maybe the second one will. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Oh, yeah, man. And then, uh, what do you call it? it? It causes sterilization in women. So... Me. Any ladies, problem, any ladies out there that might be thinking about having a kid in the future, uh, you might want to think about that. Do a little research, and uh, yeah, man, it's just. Uh, hey, you just said something that will make so many women happy because they no longer have to go to Plan B. So there you go, free Plan B. Thank yeah, you, government. But that's just what we know now. You know what's going to happen to your body five years from now, ten years from now. Who says we're even going to be around five years from now, ten years from now? Well, you know, See? if we go to a war with Russia, we might not. <laughs> Hold that thought. But yeah, who's to say that we're all going to be here five to ten years from now? Yep. Well, you know, the only, the only, um, 
solace that I take from this, that we're going back to the way things were five, six years ago, is that at least the kids are a little bit safer. So there won't be any school shootings because everybody's got to go to school through their computers. <laughs> Except for the private school kids, which seem to be more leaning towards that kind of shit. So, hey, you know, hey, rich kids get killed. It's going to be a national tragedy. Oh, yep. Just like it always is, you know. Kettle kids shooting each other all the time. Eh, who gives a shit? Then all of a sudden you got, you know, kids in the upper class area happen. Oh, it's a national tragedy. We've got to take fucking moves towards it. The upper echelon. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta love it. Yep. But, you know, that's what people wanted. That's what they voted for, supposedly. <laughs> so in the Allegedly. new of the holiday season, are there any theories on certain Christmas things that you know about? Like, the origins of Santa Claus. Well, according to Joe Rogan, and uh, I forgot who he was talking to, Santa Claus was a mushroom. (laughs) The Amanita muscaria mushroom, which is the one that has the red cap with the little white uh, dots on it. Yep. I was like, uh, Joe Rogan was probably on DMT at the time. Or on mushrooms himself. (laughs) Well, that's one good thing that's come out of this election, is the fact that they actually uh, legalized mushrooms uh, for therapeutic uses. So people can actually get help with um, with uh, depression and other mental conditions that can be alleviated by, you know, seeing things from a different perspective. So that's a plus. But, Very um, interesting. Let's talk about, let's see, okay. Uh, do you know what the Yule Log is? No. Okay, so the Yule Log is, uh, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a pagan tradition where people would actually set people on fire on logs as sacrifices to the spirits of the forest to ensure a uh, survival through the winter. So that's why when they tell you to burn your Yule log, <laughs> throw your kids on the fucking fire. <laughs> it sounds like some uh, Game of Thrones shit. Well, it's, it's you know, there's a lot of traditions that people don't realize what they are. Like, uh, for instance, um, the, the tree. Like, the tree, you know, really has nothing to do with Jesus, right? Or the birth of Jesus. Yeah. You know, it's actually the, the tree and the wreaths and all that. That's to welcome the spirits uh, of the forest, once again, into your home so that they can protect you from the winter so that you can survive into the spring. Interesting. Yep. But um, as far as... Uh, conspiracies about it. I mean, I don't want to say the one that I know because, you know, it's going to hurt a lot of kids. It's going to break a lot of people's hearts. I'm pretty sure a lot of people know that Santa's not real. No, I'm not talking about Santa's not real. I was talking about (laughs) the fact that Rudolph was actually a girl. Dun, dun, dun. How dare you assign him or her gender oh hell no get out of here with that <laughs> nope i'm, I'm sorry like, i'm not playing the pronoun you know, game I'm like the backlash we're gonna get now i am not Jesus playing Christ. the pronoun game i'm not part of that fuckery <laughs> and don't ever fucking call me latinx either because oh you can go fuck yourself with that a fucking punch to the throat yep walker loves bringing that shit up because i told him how much i hate it bro and then he's like hey if you Wait, co- but you're a Latinx kick person, him in the nuts and for I was me. like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> kick him in the nuts for me. This is not a real kill, by the way. Again, right. <laughs> nothing we say on here is serious. I'll give you five this bucks is to all kick for him entertainment nuts. purposes. Yeah, well, he needs to check his privilege. 
<laughs> oh, believe me, I've made many a jokes about. Oh man. Things of that nature that will probably get me in some trouble if it goes out in public. Well, yeah. you just put it out in public, numbnuts. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't say exactly what jokes they were. I'm like, I'll tell you outside of the podcast. <laughs> after the podcast. That's going to be for the after show. <laughs> That's for the, uh, what do you call it, the, the, the Patreon. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, we got to start making money off of this somehow. <laughs> Uh, first, we have to be consistent with the episodes before we can talk about making money from this. Yeah, well, you see, the thing about that is um, the way that my credit card is set up, it's uh, not connected to my checking account, so the funds aren't available immediately. No, it's my savings isn't connected to my checkings. Yeah, well, I don't know qualify for credit cards ever, so that's why my credit card is not connected to my checking account. Yeah. But be on the lookout for a new episode with... The cool kids, I guess I can call them. Uh, Julie, Jordan, mm-hmm. Juan. The Numb Nut Squad. Maybe right if he wants to join. The Numb Nut Squad. <laughs> B team. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. You talk shit, but you enjoy having them around. Oh, yeah, no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I mean, you can't be too fucking serious in this goddamn world. Shit's already pretty fucky as it is. No. No joke. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, when I got chewed out by uh, uh, this young person uh, because I have a sticker on one of my bicycles. Oh, you misogynistic pig. Why? Oh, because of the sticker? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, see, and that's, that's the thing that got me. It's like she was more pissed off about the ethnicity of the sticker rather than the portrayal that the sticker has. You know, so I'm just like, I, I don't have time for this butt fuckery. I'm out. See ya. Do tell about this sticker. It's it's a sticker on my bicycle that has a has a blonde girl that's wearing a, a negligee. You know, it's it's nothing too ris- risque. It's not showing anything. It's just you know, it's a nice sticker, and it was on my bike. So this girl decided to make a point about how. Basically, she was saying that um, I was racist against my own people because I rather depict this blonde haired, blue eyed person on my bicycle rather than a Latinx person. And that's when I told her, you know what? I don't got time to deal with your daddy issue, so you can go fuck yourself. See ya. I need a puking soundbite for something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fuckery of the privilege of the people. All right. It's like, oh, you need to change. You know, and that's that's the thing for me, dude. Like, I don't care. I really don't <laughs> about very much, you know. And if it doesn't affect me, I care about it even less. Same, and that's why it pisses me off that people expect me to care. They're like, well, you're a, a woman. You're a minority. I don't care. Yeah. I'm it, well aware. I've been a woman and a minority my whole fucking life. Or when they Let call me, me a person of color, it's like, uh, you do realize that that's a racist fucking statement, right? But then if I say I'm running on colored people time, they look at me sideways. <laughs> but you want to call me colored all the time. Right? So. You're a person of color. No, like, fuck you. <laughs> I just happen to be brown and a very beautiful shade of brown, I might add. But I don't base my existence on my outward ex- appearance, you know, like... Who I am is me. You know, I'm not, I'm not with all those labels and all that dumb shit. I got no time for that. Like, I'd rather 
be enjoying my life than worry about how others perceive me, you know? And it seems that a lot of people go out of their way way too hard to base their existence on their outward experience or, or appearance. I mean, sorry. But you're a brown man in America. You're struggling. Life is not good for you. Says who? You need to rise up and do something about it, man. I am. I go to work. I'm saying that's <laughs> that's what they give you. No, I know. I know. Why believe are you me. Not mad about everything happening. Oh, believe me, dude. Because it's happened my whole fucking life. Right. It's like Jesus okay, Christ. what has changed in the last forty years of my life? Nothing. It's like, woe is me. Get the fuck out of here. Only live my life and don't tell me how to live it. Right? And it's like, no, you have to stand for a cause. It's like, okay, so what's your cause? Well, it's complicated. But I don't have to tell you how complicated it is because you understand as a person of color. I'm like, you know what my cause is? Uh, I have to work and I have to provide. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. There. You know what my cause is? That's my cause. Burritos. (laughs) And maybe chimichangas every once in a while. Okay, Deadpool. <laughs> hey, chimichangas kick ass. But yeah, man, I mean, you, you want to talk about the conspiracy theory. Chimichangas are all right. It's like... Burritos it's, are better. Yeah, but chimichangas are good every once in a while, especially with guacamole. Oh. What about the burritos from that spot in Gardena, though? Oh, that big-ass three-pound burrito? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the taco spot in Gardena. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys where it's at because I don't want nobody getting there before <laughs> me and finishing all the meat. We don't need to put it on Instagram and then make it like a $300 fucking burrito, okay? But if you guys <laughs> do really care, hit me up on the Instagram. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll put you guys up on game. Let's just say uh, it's very few burritos that I have ever had to go at it three times to finish it. And let me tell you, this fucker can eat, okay? Nah, I put down, I put them down. Believe that. But yeah, back to the fuckery. Um, as I was saying, you know, you want to talk about the conspiracy of things. It's like, look at how I bogged how, down. I love how my contribution to this podcast is food. Hey, fuck it. I'll be the foodie here. At least you're contributing something. I'm going to give you your own segment of what are you mad about this week? <laughs> what are you mad about this week? Kind of it to, to go it? with uh, Dave Chappelle's. Uh, what was it? Ask an angry black man. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. What was it on fucking uh, Family Guy? What What grinds my gears? <laughs> you know what grinds my gears? Because no, then we're gonna get sued. That's oh, what I'm okay. saying. Uh, what are you mad about this week? You know what turns my propeller? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! What turns uh, your propeller? Uh. Wait. Let me go erase my uh search history on my <laughs> my laptop first. Whoa. Hey yo. hey yo hey but yeah um yeah no but um like i was trying to say about the conspiracy it's the conspiracy that i see is the conspiracy of the hatred of oneself you know it's like everybody's so isolated man and i know i keep pushing this every time we talk about it but everybody's so isolated because they choose to believe the bullshit that they're they're being told you know, and like everybody feels so alone, you know, and this is one of the reasons why I'm glad that they legalize mushrooms to help people with depression, because depression is, I mean, it, it really happens from the society that we live in today. You know, you don't feel like you have anybody to talk to. You don't feel like you have anybody that you can trust, anybody that you can love, anybody that you can be around. You know, you just feel so isolated from everybody and everything. This is not a promotion for talk space either, though. What's talk space? There's a a new um, 
It's a sponsorship that a lot of these podcasts have. Mm. It's called Talkspace, where you can basically talk or text with like a professional therapist gotcha. instead of having to go into the office. Gotcha, gotcha. That's how I was like, no, 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 this is not an ad for Talkspace. No, no, no. This is this is an ad for self actualization, man. I mean, you know, like just take a, take the time to enjoy your life. You know, and I keep pushing that. I do, and I I realize that. You know, but it's it really is within your own means to change the bullshit in your life, man. And if you see it, and if you're conscious of it, it's really not that hard to take the the time to make a change. You know, and it's not that hard, dude. You know, uh, it's like uh, I I think I said this before, but um, you know, being happy or being miserable is the same. It's the same effort. You know. And these people want you to be. <laughs> now nah, these people want you to be in a negative space all the time because when you're in a negative space, you're easier to fucking to control, you know. And when everybody's out to get you, it's easier for them to control you and to tell you what the truth is. And it's not the truth, man. The hell? Okay. <laughs> Very well then. Somebody got snatched up outside. I guess I don't know. I guess. Either yeah. that or the uh, J-Dubs next door are getting ready to start praising Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But, um, yeah, well, but what I was saying, um, yeah, about self-actualization, you know, that's that should be the conspiracy that we should all be focused on. It's like making ourselves happy, making ourselves a community, you know, stop living the lies and start living life and start doing things like, you know, something so simple as having a plant in your house can start changing the way that you perceive everything around you. You know, just that action of going to water it in the morning, spraying a little water on the leaves, you know, that that routine of doing that actually starts liberating your mind and starts helping you to better focus on other things. You know, and then next thing you know, hey, you're a fucking green thumb hippie and you're growing fucking all kinds of stuff and doing all kinds of stuff for yourself, you know. And it seems that a lot of people deal with their self-isolation, you know, because it is a self-imposed isolation when you believe that there's nobody that loves you, that there's nobody for you to talk to, there's nobody for you to trust, you know, that isolation is self-inflicted, man. And that right there is... A lot of the stuff that's going on, man, why we can't move forward as a people, you know. And then everybody talks about how the evil white man is sitting on his fucking throne oppressing all of us. No, man, oppression happens because you let oppression happen. You know, you're oppressed because you allow yourself to be oppressed. You know, there's there's nobody in this world that has any right or anything to do to tell you how to be or act, you know. But we allow ourselves to give that power to those people. And that's the whole point of things such as like Project Mockingbird and fucking MK Ultra and all these other fucking things that I've talked about. You know, these are things that are meant to shut you down mentally, you know, like fluoride in the water. I don't know if you know about the fluoride in the water. I've heard of it. I think we talked about that where, you know, the fluoride in the water actually like cancelifies the pineal gland in your brain yeah, so that you become that. a fucking zombie. Yep. I specifically remember the pineal gland. Yeah, man. And it's like, you know, we're we're... We got to start remembering what episodes we talk about what we can say. In case you didn't hear about that, please reference episode number five. In case you didn't know about that, just go back and listen to all the episodes again so you can get caught up and uh, listen to my ramblings all over again. (laughs) 
it started with having him as a guest on the show, and then he just got uh, his own little section of the show, the CNC Talk Factory, and now he has his own segment. <laughs> Why you mad, bro? Why you mad, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. I've been sitting back this whole time trying to think of something. Yeah. And it's just, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody wants to hear about, you know, ooh, the government fucking and the shadow conspiracies of flying in cocaine and treating the fucking cocaine for weapons and how Afghanistan were protecting the copy, the, the fucking poppy fields instead of actually fighting a war and all this other stuff. But it's like, dude, all that shit doesn't matter when you yourself are not correct, you know? And, you know, once again, like I said, you know, depression and stuff like that that has a lot to do with you not being in a position in your own life where you feel happy with yourself you know just go for a walk go outside sit down on a fucking park bench and listen to the fucking birds sing listen to the fucking squirrels running around and chittering you know that kind of stuff it it helps a lot it really does I mean I think I told you about my friend who was a schizophrenic you know, that he, he would hear voices, like he heard voices in his head telling him to do bad shit. And he would sit there. No, you know. Okay, well, he would sit there and he would scream at the voices in his head, dude, like, because they were torturing him so bad, you know. And one day I took him up to Griffith Park and we're sitting there and he like sits, we're sitting there, you know, and I give him some space because he was having an episode. And he turns around and he looks at me, comes back over and sits where I'm sitting. He's like, dude thank you for bringing me out here. I was like, well, why? Like, because for the first time in a long fucking time, I don't hear the voices. You know, and that, that shit right there stuck with me. You know, the fact that he was out of his environment, you know, the shitty fucking environment that he was living in. And for a moment, he got to be in nature and at peace. And all of a sudden, like, it changed his, his perception of what was going on, you know? And as soon as we yeah. came back to the city, yeah, of course, you know, everything fucking triggered the same fucking shit in his head and he started flipping out again you know and so i would make it a point to at least once a week take him up to griffith park so that he could get away from himself at least for a couple of hours well, that was nice of you. Well, you know i try to help my friends if i care about you i'll try to help you if i don't care about you well then yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough said <laughs> oh, man. well you can't care about everybody dude because not everybody gives you a reason to you know very true and if you try to fucking care about everybody you're gonna end up fucking sad and alone and depressed <laughs> trust me been there done that oh, man. yes sir but uh i know you guys like to talk about stuff oh oh well, here we go um how about the uh aligning of the planets that just happened I thought we were going back to the burrito situation. And I was like, yes, I do have more input. Well, the conspiracy theory is that she doesn't want to give you the burrito spot. That's really what it is. She's acting like the government and locking down the information so that you guys don't know. There's no conspiracy. I just don't (laughs) want to give it to people. Yeah, you're conspiring. I'm supporting small business (laughs) with my money. With my money, not with your money. (laughs) They could have more money, (laughs) but um, they got to be happy with my money. But as long as they have my money, it stays within a reasonable fucking price. Yes. (laughs) No, it's it's a little overpriced, but it's well worth it. A three-pound burrito, dude, for the price. Well, fucker, you never paid for them. No, I know, but I'm saying like a three-pound burrito for less than 20 bucks is fucking awesome. By the way, they're uh, limonada con chia. Ooh. Good. Chia, chia, chia. 
I never even knew that lemonade and chia seeds were a thing, but... Yeah. Well, chia seeds are supposed to help you uh, suppress your hunger. The first time I tried it was at Juan's house. His mom made one, and it was really good, and I was like, damn. I didn't even know this was a thing. I've been missing out my whole life. I've been drinking horchata in Jamaica like a simple-ass Mexican. Simp. Right? I didn't know there was all this other... Oh, basic-ass Mexican. ...side of the world. <laughs> By the way, if you guys ever go to Northgate Market... The lemonade with the chia, ooh, to die for. I want to know about the pineapple one. They also have a pineapple one, but your girl is allergic badly to pineapple. Ooh. Of all fucking things. Communist. It's called getting older. <laughs> what a the day I found out it is getting older. <laughs> Goddamn Rolling Stones had it right since back in the 60s. <laughs> I mean, their old asses, they wouldn't know about getting older. Well, they wrote that song when they were teenagers. I know, but still. Makes you wonder how many old ladies Mick Jagger was really shacking up with. Yikes. He was shaking those hips at him. <laughs> On all kinds of levels. Ew. Hey, I'm trying to line up this, <laughs> this podcast, okay? <laughs> trying to make sure nobody jumps off a fucking cliff here. Hey, man. It's all love. It's love, a sad, love, love, love. sad world right now. Yeah, you know. Nah. I never realized I can miss family so much. And I just kind of miss... Like, I'll see them from a distance. But it's kind of like, damn. I can't go give you a hug or, you know, kiss on the cheek like I've been taught my whole life to go greet family. Because you'll throw rocks at them? I mean... <laughs> I never did, but... Oh, okay. Well, sorry. I'm alone on that one, then. And then, actually being able to, like, talk to people outside of work. Not happening right now. Communication with others? <gasps> How dare you? Now I get to talk to my group of friends through Instagram or... Just be careful that you don't get on Zoom because it seems that a lot of people um, have the same habit of thinking that they turned off their camera and they're going to go diddle their uh, whittle. And uh, yeah, they're still on the camera. No, it's just older white guys <laughs> in power. <laughs> and then they get canceled. Cancel culture. Oh, no. I, I was watching a video where uh, they were having a, a meeting like that. It was a different, you know, it was some business meeting. And the dude's like, okay, so we're going off camera. Yeah, okay. So he pushes the button, shows that his camera's turned off, but his camera turns back on. He comes back with a bottle of lotion, and they're like, tell him to turn off his phone. Your camera's on, your camera's on. But he has the audio off, so they can't tell him. So one of the dudes actually picks up his phone, and he's trying to call him, and dude's already unbuckling his pants and shit. I just don't understand what the fucking thing is. If you're on a work call, what's your rush to go jerk your gherkin? Uh, maybe it's a, a nervous reaction. Or maybe they get turned on by their boss or something. Who I the fuck know. knows? I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, me, personally, I... Stay away from technology as much as I can, so I, I can't tell you all that. <laughs> um, now, the little get-togethers that we do is through uh, Anchor, I... where we distribute the podcast. Oh, okay. That's where I kind of just email them the link, and they jump on, and we all talk. And... Okay. Yeah. Charlie Caller, you're on the line. Welcome. <laughs> you have joined meeting... Blah, blah, blah. And we got Jordan from the uh, the Bay Area on line two. Now I see who your favorite is. Well, I, that's the only person that came to mind all of a sudden. Little baby Jordan. 
I was going to say make some screwball comment about him, but I decided to be nice. By the way, it's called the yay area. Yay. No, it's not. Yay area. It sounds like that, but no, it's not. Hey, that's how uh, <laughs> E-40 yells it out all the time. Yeah, well. Apparently, there was like this big versus with E-40 and somebody else that I missed. But it was just E-40 yelling the whole time. Me. Sounds kind of fun. Me. Me. Oh, man. Yeah. So, aliens. <laughs> the aliens so, are coming. The Selena season on Netflix. Oh, Jesus Christ. Once again, no. Not bad. Can't stand her dad, but not bad. Me. I just wish it was more focused on the music like the movie was. No, man. That won't sell. It has to be dramatic. Well, no, I mean... The movie can only give you so much insight into her life because they got like what two hours. That's all I gotta say. Me. Like I fake interest in some of the shit that you're excited about. Can you return the favor every now and then? Oh yeah, Selena! Oh my God! Anything for Selena's. Go ahead, talk about what you want. No, no, no. You want to talk about Selena? Go ahead. That's cool. Have they introduced that lady that killed her yet? Uh, they're interviewing her right now. Mm-hmm. Man. Is that lady still alive? Yeah, she's a stupid bitch that ruined my childhood. How the hell is she still alive? Little backstory, everyone. I was a huge Selena fan growing yeah, up. Yeah, I, I can attest to that. And I was devastated when this dumb bitch decided to kill her. I was a little... I think I was six or seven when it happened. And, uh... Thanks a lot, bitch. Ruined my fucking childhood. How come she didn't get the death penalty? Mm, I don't know. Considering that it's fucking Texas and they give you the death penalty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Texas, they they fucking execute people with fucking mental disabilities. So why is this bitch still alive? That's what I'm saying. You die in a dash and these fuckers kill you. All right. I don't understand it. Maybe it was a conspiracy within itself. (gasps) Bum, bum, bum. Well, I remember mom telling me some shit about how... I guess when she was in the hospital, because you know how she didn't die instantly, apparently. Um, there was, like, this whole shit where they were saying, like, if she would have had, like, a blood transfusion, they could have saved her. And her dad chose not to. There's, like, a lot of shit that they're hiding here. I think her dad realized that he was going to make a lot more money off of her death than off of her life. I think he was just starting to realize that he was going to lose her career because she was looking more into becoming a mother and raising children since she was married that he probably thought oh you know she might not be as uh much of a cash cow if i keep her alive you know that's really sad man you know because that that whole thing like that's going on with uh what's his name uh kobe's fucking wife's mom it's the same shit where she's what suing with her? She's suing her daughter for millions of dollars because she claims that she was Kobe's personal assistant and Kobe told her that she would be taken care of. So she wants millions of dollars from her daughter that were promised to her because she was driving the girls to school and taking care of the girls and feeding them and doing all this stuff. And she never got paid for it. And she was told that she was going to be taken care of. So now she wants millions. So I do. You didn't work for it. How the fuck can you claim it? That's when you got to cue the Rick Ross. Bitch, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Yeah, fuck you, Rick Ross. (laughs) 
I'm cool. She is serving that. a life sentence. No. Yeah, but it once says, again, why is she not dead? It says a oh, whole man. bunch of bullshit. She's gonna become eligible for parole March thirtieth, twenty twenty five. Oh, somebody's gonna whoop her ass on sight. <laughs> I am surprised she's made it this far, to be honest. I'm telling you, there's something fishy. Is she really in jail? Bum bum bum. She's like Jeffrey Epstein. We gotta mm-hmm. call Primer Impacto and have them get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like, I got a special assignment for you guys. Those motherfuckers are probably in on it too. Oh, man. No, but you know how they all claim to be the true. Um, hey, maybe we need to look into the. Uh, investigators. What's it called? The Geometria of the whole Selena thing. There could what's be that? something to it. Um, It's. Demetria is, or Demetria? No, Demetria. It's, um... Dementia. <laughs> well, no, that's going to come down the road. <laughs> uh, no, um, it's a, what do you call it? It's a numerology thing where each letter has a numerical value. And then each one of those numerical values actually points to certain dates and times and things that coincide with certain things that happen. Kind of like the whole thing with Kobe where, you know, he died on a very important Satanist holiday. And it was uh, supposed to be a uh, ritual sacrifice day when he died. Um, and there was like letters and numbers that all added up to like very interesting equations built around him and his uh, I think his kids. People will find whatever the fuck they're looking for. Well, no, They'll dude. find a way to make it all sell and sound like it makes sense. Well, it's not selling nothing because nobody's making money off of it. It's just, it's there seems to be a pattern to these things, dude. And that's what I'm saying, like, you know, with this whole thing with with Selena, it's like, you know, maybe look into it and see what's going on, you know, because a lot of a lot of the stuff that happens with famous people doesn't just happen by coincidence. You know, we're, we're told we, the general public, are told that, you know, oh, the person died and, you know, it happened. It's a tragedy, but there's shit going on in the back that people don't know about, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it kind of works out that way, dude. Like, uh, you know, like Kobe, Kobe, you know, that, uh, everybody that he was involved with, those people were part of the same fraternity and the same sorority. So all the males and females that were in his life, you know, as far as like talent agents and all this shit, they all belong to the same sorority. I mean, the same fraternity and the same sorority. Mm -hmm. And all of these people all cashed out when he died. Even the, uh, the, the, remember, okay, remember when supposedly he went to fucking and he cheated on his wife with that white girl that was trying to get him thrown in jail? Yeah, the sodomy charge. Yeah, so, um, the doctor that he was going to go see belonged to the same, uh, fraternity that his lawyer belonged to. And their sister for, uh, so, I mean, yeah, they belong to the same fraternity and their sister sorority is the, uh, sorority that the mom of the girl that supposedly got sodomized belonged to. And yeah, dude, it's it's a trip. That's what I'm saying. Like all of these, all of these things that happen, like kind of like uh, Whitney Houston. You know, Whitney Houston died in a, in a bathtub, right? Well, there's a ritual that goes behind that. And what a lot of people don't know is that when Whitney Houston died in the bathtub, they actually had like Egyptian sarcophagus and stuff uh, decorating the entrance to the hotel in the parking lot. Well, her daughter died the same way. Too. Exactly, and so we don't know what was going on in there because her daughter didn't seem to be as popular as her mom you know what i mean so but we don't was, know what was going was on it's kind of seen like she was haunted by the you know the loss of her mom too. yeah dude but these that's what i'm saying like a lot of these people make deals and stuff and you may not even know what you're getting yourself into you know but 
you know, it like it, it's like everybody says, you know, when you get into the music industry, you're making deals with the devil. You know, that's not just a figure of speech. Yeah. You know, like look at what happened to Michael Jackson. You know, he he fucking one part. <laughs> well, when he he left uh, Sony, when he left Sony, dude, he walked away. Them those motherfuckers were gonna owe him money. Like he was gonna walk away owning Sony. You know, they were going to owe him billions of dollars. And he had the fucking Beatles catalog and all, the rights to all this music and all this shit. Like, he outsmarted them. Yeah. And so they couldn't let that shit go. And that's when all of a sudden they were giving him fucking painkillers that they give to people that are dying of fucking cancer, you know? Yeah. Just to get them by. And I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? That's crazy, man. Oh, dude. You know, it's like even, uh, what's his name? Bob Dylan in an interview. He was like, uh, they asked him, he's like, how long are you going to be, how long is your career going to go? He's like, well, until the man tells me that uh, I got to go home. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, the, the master, he's like, or no, the king. He's like, the king, what king? Like, well, not the king of this world. It's like, yeah, man. So that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these people get into shit, you know, with her dad being as shady as he is, we don't know what the fuck is going on, you know? And, you know, we come back to. A lot of the people behind the scenes are part of like fucking organizations like the Masons and Skull and Bones and shit like that, you know? So they have to do their rituals. They have to do their crap that they do to continue with their fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was, uh, I was listening to The Fighter and the Kid. <laughs> and Brendan Shaw was talking about uh, Charles Manson. And they're talking about how he's considered, like, one of the um, most notorious serial killers, which, in my point of view, mm -hmm. he's not a serial killer. Mm -mm. He might have been a... Hmm. That shit is all fucking stage, to, man. No, I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to say. Mastermind? A master manipulator. Mm -hmm. That I would give. But anyway, they were talking about how he called the hit on... What's her name? Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Mm -hmm. They they went to go. This was all because he his record deal got like it didn't go through or whatever. Mm -hmm. So he was like mad at the rich people and I guess the house was owned by some dude in the music mm -hmm. industry. Yep. And they were basically casualties of war, you know. Uh, and even then, um, you know, there's people who have put out the theory that you know that whole thing was staged. You know, because if you take the time to look at like the the crime scene photos, yeah, you'll notice that uh, she's in different poses. Like there's there's like you know when a body hits the ground, that's the way it's supposed to stay, right? right? But you know she's supposedly tied up in one photo, then in another photo there's nothing tying her up. And, and who's to say? You know, it was around the satanic panic time, so you know. Well, that could have been the cover for it. That's what I'm saying. People were you know working their agenda. We don't know. But basically, they were just talking about how, uh, you know, he kind of took it upon himself because he was mad that the music uh, business wasn't no. well, it's welcoming just like him. How... And they were like, imagine what would have happened had he just got a fucking music deal with somebody. Imagine what would have happened if fucking Hitler wouldn't have been kicked out of fucking art school. Hey, there the world go. may never know. There you go. How many licks does it take till you get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? I used to love the stupid commercials at the owl. It's three. One, two. Three. <laughs> yeah. But you know, there's there's a whole there's a whole theory behind all of that because like a lot of the um the famous rock stars from the sixties and seventies 
all have like parents who were either working for the government or working for the fucking military. And so this whole it's it seems like this whole thing is staged, you know, like they they did this whole thing to subvert the government, you know, because in the 60s they were pushing a lot of uh, what do you call it? Uh, LSD. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about um, the way the politics and the structure of society was set up. Right. Like um, in the 50s, you had a lot of people who were God fearing, hardworking people. Right. But then in the 60s, it was all about the sexual re- revolution and in, embracing Satan and embracing communism and embracing everything that was anti-establishment, as they called it. But it was the establishment that was pushing this shit. You know, it's just like how LSD. LSD got on the scene because the CIA was pushing that shit. You know, LSD didn't just happen to fucking fall out of the sky and fucking just start being you know, made by some dude that didn't know what the fuck he was doing. It was made by a chemist in a fucking lab. And the CIA, there's, there's a, there's a, um, a book. It's called uh, Acid Dreams. I used to have this book. And it's the history of LSD. And it shows how... Why am I not surprised? For a long time, because I like to research the shit that I'm putting into no, my no, body. Because we were talking about you reading a lot. That's mm-hmm. why I was like, why am I not surprised that yeah. you had this book? And, you know, so um, it, it talks about how it was developed and they were using it to fucking... They used to fucking dose each other just for the fuck of it to see how they would react. You know, that's how they, they started fucking making their programs and shit. And then all of a sudden they create this so-called counter-revolution or counterculture. That re- to revolutionize the way that people think, and they're pushing this fucking sex, drugs, and rock and roll shit on everybody, and communism. You know, everybody was walking. A lot of the hippies were walking around with their little fucking communist manifesto in their hand, pushing that bullshit on everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where a lot of these fucktards now that are in power are fucking. They're the same dickheads that were pushing communism back then, pushing communism now. Oh, fucktards. Yeah, man. That's why. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I was listening to an interview with this guy called uh, Hotep Jesus. And he became popular because back when um, in Starbucks, remember those two guys that got arrested for sitting in the Starbucks and they were asked to leave and they wouldn't leave and they got arrested and all this shit. So yeah. he decided that uh, he was going to go mock the the, the false, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, racial justice that he saw. And so he went into Starbucks and he ordered a bunch of shit. And when they told him what it, how much it cost, he was like, well, no, isn't it free for black people? They were like, oh, yes, of course. We're so sorry. We didn't mean to offend you and blah, blah, blah. And they gave him all this shit for free. And so that's where he started talking about, you know, the falseness of all of these so-called movements nowadays. Right. And so he talks about how. Remember this, dude. All of these people in power are the fucking assholes, the little dweebs that used to get picked on in school. And now they're fucking trying to pick on you. You know, it's like, how the fuck are you going to let yourself be ruled by a bunch of people whose ass you could kick without even trying? You know, and these are all the people pushing all the socialism and communism and all this stuff. And it's socialism for us, not for you. You know, that's why they private. That's why as soon as they get into power, they privatize everything. They become the fucking ruling party and everybody else gets fucked. As we've talked about before. (laughs) I mean, you know, and, and, you know, capitalism is not a great fucking system either. It's not. But capitalism can be kept in check if consumers did their part to consume correctly rather than to consume the bullshit that they don't need like why the fuck do you need a fucking a, a hellcat you know charger when you can't even fucking pay your fucking rent or you got child support payments to make but you'd rather go buy fucking jordans and thousand dollar fucking pair of pants because they need to make people jealous of the life that they live on instagram 
That's fucking stupid. Mic drop. That's fucking stupid. I'm not. I'm not. No, I know, but I'm saying. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And that's fucking stupid, you know. But that's that's where consumerism has come become come out of control, you know. And that's the whole point of it, because they want to shift their power to consolidate their power. They they want to go back to the days of kings and queens, you know. And the rest of us are fucking serfs working on the fucking on their land, you know. And that's fucking bullshit, dude. Fuck you. God made me. God gave me this fucking world to live in. Why the fuck should I live by your standards? But yeah, um, so because I have rent and bills. Yeah, no, and rent and bills is fine. I mean, you know, that's that's just the dues of fucking living within the system. You know, like I've told people, just because I live within the system doesn't mean I'm a part of it. You know, I know the things that I need to do to be to be a part of it. But I mean, to be, exist within it. But I choose to be a part of it. That's why I. You know, you see me wearing the clothes that I wear. That's me every time. <laughs> doesn't matter if I'm going out. It doesn't matter if I'm staying in. I am who I am. And I don't need all that crap. Like, I can tell you from personal experience that a fucking $100 pair of pants, I mean, a $100 pair of shoes feels just the same on your feet as a $60 pair of shoes. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No. Yeah, it does. You are not going to shame me for buying my NMDs because those are the most <laughs> comfortable shoes I've ever fucking worn. Reebok makes some very comfortable ones, too. Nope. Tried them. Nope. Uh, New Balance makes some very comfortable shoes, they too. They make dad shoes. Yeah, and they're fucking and comfortable. I'm not an ex-frat boy, so I can't wear those. Uh, uh, see? There you go. Consumer. Consumerist. Okay, so when I buy you your Adidas, what? You still wear them, motherfucker? Not no more, because they're none. Yeah, exactly. I wear Point them because... proven. But see, Thank you bought them, not me. Badoom. Yeah, but who's still worn them? Yeah, but don't. Okay. So anyway. Don't hate on me because I'm a whore. <laughs> anyway. I think we're going to about wrap this up for this episode. Yeah, but hey, look into it, man. Uh, there is actually a book called uh, The Great Rock and Roll Conspiracy. And it actually talks about all these weird connections. Like Jim Morrison's dad was a uh, part of fucking uh, the Air Force. Wait, that... wait, 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 wait. We should save this for another episode. Okay. Because I'm very intrigued by the music business. And I love Jim Morrison, so. Yeah. 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 Jimi Hendrix, too. I found that he wasn't of my time. Neither was Morrison, but. That's I, what I, was, I was like, what? Oh, no, because, you know, like. How, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> when I, like, in the 90s is when the Doors movie came out. So, it was kind of like the whole Selena thing, where if you weren't already a fan, you got to know the artist. And you're like, oh, hey, this guy exists. Then again, you're 10 years older than me, and I used to listen to a lot more different kind of music because you were around. So my childhood wasn't just Spice Girls and NSYNC. It was Tell also me what you want, what you really, really want. As a little third grader crying because Tupac got killed. <laughs> and I remember uh, back when you were dating that one chick and you guys took me to the warehouse music. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, The Blueprint by Jay-Z. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you. <laughs> Tupac's greatest hits. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah back when there was actually record stores <gasps> <laughs> you hear people now like what the fuck is a warehouse music back before limewire <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah that was still before limewire no i know i know that but i'm trying to think if napster was around at the time no because remember we used to use that shit too Napster I mean, no, came. No, we we never use that. Actually, no, no, pirating is wrong. It should I, never I be done. I paid for my version of Napster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that was one of the biggest mind fucks to me was when they were selling subscriptions to Napster. I was like, okay. and all because Metallica decided to be a bunch of fucking assholes that decided to betray the way that they became fucking popular. America, fuck yeah. And by the way, <laughs> fuck Metallica. Bunch of dads. I cannot confirm nor deny those allegations. <laughs> Bunch of fucking what was his name? That dude from the uh, Monster Garage. Uh, Monster Garage. Yeah, the guy that used to make the motorcycles. Jesse. Yeah, that guy. Jesse James. Yeah, when they all cut their hair and fucking ended up looking like him. Yeah, they did. Like, see a fucking bunch of hipsters. <laughs> oh man. They were proto hipsters. Well, anyway, what do you want to leave the people with? Be yourself, man. Just be yourself. Find yourself. Take the time to enjoy your life. But don't play with yourself in public or on Zoom calls. Or if you do it in public, just don't get caught. Remember, there's cameras everywhere. Close the laptop. You can still search. Close the laptop and pick up your, your phone, phone like a human yeah, being. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can still search <laughs> shit on your phone. Don't, don't let me yourself, boo-boo. Do not do that. No, nobody needs to see your miserias. <laughs> hi <Hi-oh. laughs> All right, well, you guys take good care of yourselves. Stay safe out there. Um, Maybe one day we'll stick to a topic or two. (laughs) And maybe one day we can, uh, you know, see people face to face without masks. Eh. That is the world that I dream of. I enjoy my own company. Thank you very much. Oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Go back to your cave. Yeah. (laughs) Later, gators. Bye.